welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Solorsano, and for the last decade, I have dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. Welcome to episode 11 of Montessori Babies. This week is actually an interview week, and I'm so excited to say that I have one of the kindest people who also happens to be um, a lovely Montessorian um, on the show. Her name is Jodi Bato, and we are lucky because we get to ask her all about her Montessori training. She just finished her Montessori training Um, actually not that long ago, just took her exams. And so we get to dive into, you know, what you learn if you want to take your Montessori training or you're just interested in seeing what it is that, um, you know, a certified Montessorian would study. Um, that is what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm so, so, so excited because we're diving into pedagogy, you know, all the materials and other things that just really matter when you are implementing a Montessori lifestyle. And so, so we're going to jump into that interview in just one second. I want to say also that I'm so, so grateful to have this awesome community. Um, and we, you know, get to join our educators and our parents all together into this wonderful community. So I'm just so glad this is one of those topics we get to kind of dive into the mind of of a teacher, say you're a parent who's transitioning your child into school and, you know, you're wanting to learn more about what we're interested in and the types of things that matter to us in the classroom, that kind of thing. This is for you. So, (laughs) all right, let's jump into our interview with Jodi. Thanks for being with me today. You're very welcome. (laughs) So good to see you. I I want to go into also starting with how we know each other too, because I feel like that's important. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Jody and I were teachers together. We shared a classroom. She was my assistant for a while, and now she's running her own space, which is so wonderful. She was totally destined to do that. I knew it. She had that energy, had that wonderful relationship with the babies and the parents and so I'm so stoked that you're doing that um thank you (laughs) so yeah so I just let everyone know that you know you just finished your training so I'm so excited for this Mm -hmm. because we get to talk about what the Montessori assistance to infancy training entails so we likely have a lot of parents and prospective teachers out there, prospective Montessori teachers who would be super interested in knowing what we study, what the training is all about, the why behind everything, you know, and um, and since you just graduated, you were the best person to do that. Mm -hmm. So can you give us a little insight into what it entails? Sure. I received my training It's the assistance to infancy. So that is the zero to three Mm -hmm. birth to three years. Beautiful age. My favorite personally. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So throughout the course, we are, um, you know, we're having lectures and having all this practice and it's all to help 
us build our own manual, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we have seven albums and they are the aids to psychosensory motor development, our child neuropsychiatry, um, home environment, the our two community albums, so our infant and toddler community as well as our neato community albums mm-hmm. and our psychopedagogy album and our medical texts. Mm, medicals. Medicals. <laughs> that is that hunky God. album that always breaks. <laughs> there's so much in there. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. But, but I do love the medicals. Me too. Definitely was um one of the more interesting interesting aspects of of training Mm -hmm. I felt like I felt like the medicals album really brought everything together the study of just the science behind everything you know what's going on in their brain and their body and how they're growing and all of that it yeah so fascinating (laughs) Yes. And it's so, it's, it's so amazing how this, so this medical text is just filled with things about our biology, right? And it mm-hmm. can relate back to everything that Dr. Montessori observed all those years ago, mm-hmm. before all of the, most of this is known, you know, it's just, it's so amazing. Totally. Were there any facts that surprised you or that really fascinated you or you wanted to look more into or prenatal was really really interesting Mm -hmm. I love pregnancy not that I've been through pregnancy but (laughs) my sister has been through it multiple Mm -hmm. times and I have been with her through it Mm -hmm. and just being on the outside of that Mm -hmm. was really cool and it was also it was really nice because she was pregnant during training, right? So I was able to be like, oh, this is what your baby's doing right now. Or this is where, <laughs> where her development is right now. And this is what she's doing. And oh, it's so important for us to do this. You know, it was just so fun. So cool. So cycling back to some of the other albums. So the the Psychosensory. Can yeah. you explain a little bit about that album? <laughs> Psychosensory. So in Montessori, you we utilize all these different materials mm-hmm. that um, aid in development. So mm-hmm. this album is all of those aids, or not all, but a lot of them. And then so mm-hmm. so they're they're split up between ages and um, as well as gross motor versus eye hand coordination. So. That's what we have in this album. And not only that, but we also have, uh, so these albums, when we make them, they're for, they're for our own personal use, right? So mm-hmm. it's our reference. So in this album, because it's relating to um, the aids for the development, mm-hmm. I also have different, uh, different resources in it like um, hand development handouts that are really helpful reminders of you know what we're looking for and why we're putting out certain these certain aids um, Mm. in our environment 
which is so really cool. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. And for those of you who aren't familiar, if you research online, they might come up under toys. <laughs> um, but the the whole idea behind the aids to development is that, you know, we're optimizing at every single stage of development. We're trying to hit within that zone and stimulate and hone in on their concentration and all that good stuff. <laughs> Yes, concentration is the key. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Reeling them in with those points of interest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, so within the communities, so can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about those albums? Those I loved yeah. those albums. Yes, those probably took the longest just because it has all of our instructions for everything right mm-hmm. so um, there are presentations when we're giving giving a lesson uh, we're giving a present we're presenting mm-hmm. the material to the child and these these two albums have literally step by step by step instructions on how to do it mm-hmm. so which is awesome because you might not have done a certain presentation for a long time so it's nice to go back and kind of read through and make sure you're doing it right. Um, and when you're practicing, it's just, it's such a good reference. So um, our, the first one is our needle community, mm-hmm. which is my community, my fave. <laughs> so do you mind my asking within the needle community, what's, mm-hmm. what's in there? <laughs> yeah, so in the needle community, So specifically in the album, we talk about not only the presentations, as I was saying, but also uh, the different areas of of your environment. So we Mm -hmm. have the areas for sleeping, area for eating, um, area for physical care, just like the bathroom area, Mm -hmm. and then um, our rest of the classroom (laughs) yeah (laughs) things and then um, we also have in there the different elements of the needle so the people the actual space and then the Mm -hmm. furniture in the space so what's really nice about the album is that it kind it helps you to organize your space Mm -hmm. because we you know through training we've learned how to how to arrange the space, um, where things should go, how how the people should should kind of prepare themselves and help each other and mm-hmm. all of those fun things and having them just uh, in the album and being able to reference back to them mm-hmm. is is so useful. Yeah, and I love having them, and I'm proud of it you know because we you make it yourself all of these albums were made by me so. yeah <laughs> yeah so for a visual for our lovely community out there um these albums are those what four or five inch thick albums filled with essays observation um you know research everything that you know we accumulate within our couple years within this training goes into our albums, which is also why it's partnered with that master's program as well. <laughs> it's a lot like theses. So, 
Yeah. So they're big, beautiful resources that we get to always come back to. They're really lovely. Congrats for just finishing. Thank you so much. (laughs) How does it feel to be on the other side? (laughs) It's both a relief and I don't want to say burden, but it's like, I don't have to worry about studying for exams or finishing my albums anymore. Now I get to implement. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, now I have to implement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's both. I'm like, I'm so relieved. But I, now I'm just like, oh, I, I want to do this right. I, I know what I have to do mm-hmm. to guide these beautiful, small, just starting minds. Mm-hmm. And just help them grow and how oh gosh it's a lot (laughs) but I love it Mm -hmm. so it doesn't stress me out the way like you know my a previous job would go you know I I used to work at a law firm and I was just stressed out all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there was there was no no love in that kind of work because I didn't I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to be there. Mm-hmm. But I love going to work every day. And even though I'm certain things will stress me out, and even I, I could just like not want to get up in the morning, it's too early, I'm too <laughs> tired, or yeah. you know, whatever the thing is, I get to work and I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually, I walked in to the classroom this morning I walked into my environment and one of the children just looked at me and goes Jody and she said my name so clear this child has been so interested in language recently Mm -hmm. you know I'm we're bringing out all these different language materials for her and she's trying to say everyone's name and Mm -hmm. it was just you know it it's heartwarming (laughs) one of those moments yeah yes I love those that's so cool I feel like there is such this I don't think that there's like a raw enough word but pure joy (laughs) with working with infants and toddlers just because they're just these curious little minds and you get to have so much fun, you know, of course there's like really stressful situations, you know, and their form of communication, especially when they're tiny is through tears. And so you're like, you know, just observing, trying to get to know them, but then they, you just have these moments where, you know, they take their bottle for the first time from you, or they like put their hand on your face and, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's a truly joyous, joyous experience and even even in the like the tantrums even during the tears Mm -hmm. it's it's so beautiful when you're able to help them through that Mm -hmm. in a way that's that's empowering to them totally you know it's just there's so many different ways to speak to a child Mm -hmm. to help them through something that they're really feeling and not knowing how, what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just, 
I don't know. I think that might be my, my some of my favorite times. Really? <laughs> Which is, I think it's crazy. I but, love this. I love how the conversation went here. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I don't love tantrums, but, but I yeah. love tantrums. <laughs> um, you know, hey, I'm, we're having so many new children start. So, so there are, we're having new children and they're older. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of tears. Uh, but when you have those moments where they start to either connect with you or connect with the environment, then it just, it makes you feel good. You know, you're doing, you're doing something right. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the transition process, um, <laughs> typically with a child who starts, so Jody works in a NIDO environment, which is an infant environment. Um, and the way that it's structured at the school that she's working at is, is it, it's still three to 18 months. Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) So yeah. So with the older ones, it's all about working through and it sounds like you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're getting through it. We're having, we have a few children, so. Yeah. Sweet babies. Well, they'll they'll grow to love the space and you in no time. And hopefully, just... <laughs> so I can say, uh, Jody is one of the sweetest and nicest people that I know. She gives off one of the best energies I've ever ever encountered, and she's brilliant with infants and with their parents. Brilliant. So. Doesn't take very long <laughs> for for you know the parents to trust oh. them, and then therefore you know <laughs> the the children as well. And um, and I know you love that those relationships, right? Like those relationships with your families. And... I do. They're it's so important mm-hmm. because no matter how much we can love the children, they also have that other part of their life, their mm-hmm. home life, mm-hmm. their family life and if if we're not connected with that part of their life then what we do in the classroom doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know we to have that relationship and it's what's great about this age specifically needle is that the the parents the family most likely don't have any other experience with school yet mm-hmm. so you're that introduction to to school. Um, first of all, thank you for saying all that kind stuff about me. And I have to say, I wouldn't be that person if I hadn't met you. And if I hadn't worked <laughs> with you, <laughs> you know, so one of the biggest things about, about Montessori isn't our presentations, but it's how we model to the children. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just go from the adult to the child. It's from the adult to the adult. And um, one of the one of the greatest compliments I've received is one of my ATs telling me that that I'm I'm a good model for them for what to do with the with the children and how to speak with, to the children. And that's exactly how I felt when I was your AT, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, 
observed you a lot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say certain things and it's nice because I'll feel connected to you because I remember I remember observing you say that say that particular phrase or um even if it's just like a simple redirect you know <laughs> Uh, or just like sometimes I'll take on a tone and I'm like oh I miss Bianca <laughs> <laughs> we're all about those tones those voice fluctuations <laughs> yeah, exactly it's and, You're singing uh, all day long <laughs> I know oh I miss just singing songs with the children mm-hmm. it's just so honestly I really wouldn't be I wouldn't be the guide that I am today if it wasn't for you so thank you so much (laughs) you're the most amazing assistant I mean I feel like I feel like our team was like we just flowed you know Mm -hmm. it was such a cool time and it's really awesome to see what happens when they're adults and environments who work cohesively and you know how the children respond to that because you know as I'm sure you already knew and then was reinforced in your training and you know for me every which way that I look modeling is everything everything to teaching children it's basically like the do as I say not as I do but they will do as you do kind of thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes so yeah I'm really grateful we had that experience because I feel like you know, um, for those of you who have listened to uh, my previous episodes, I also had Stacy D on and she worked um, in another one of our needos right next door to us. And we just had this really beautiful, free flowing environment. And it was just a really fun time. <laughs> yes, yes, it. It the. It was so smooth. Mm-hmm. The transition between both rooms mm-hmm. like it didn't even feel like two separate environments it felt like one beautiful cohesive environment which was it was beautiful totally I miss yeah. that a lot I think about it a lot too <laughs> when I'm in you know and I'm you know searching for new topics or like just trying to figure out what I'm gonna do next I think about you know my days and when I was with you guys and different things I would think about. I feel like when you're working with the babies, so many different things pop up throughout the day that you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, this would be really interesting to research. Like I remember, you know, that inner need for babies to push and pull, how babies will crawl over to chairs and they'll just like push and pull the chair, push and pull the, you know, before they're cruising, they're just sitting and they're pushing and they're pulling. I feel like there's such there's something to be said about that. Like <laughs> we should research mm-hmm. that more, you know? Yeah. And like, that's one thing we learn is there's a purpose for everything. Totally. And there. then how to fulfill that need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So fulfill in, in a productive way and not a destructive way, you know? Yeah. Everything's very purposeful. Very mm-hmm. purposeful. Yeah. I feel like one of the the biggest points that I've kind of been learning about in recent years is just that she was a scientist and a researcher and a pioneer and that 
you know, she kind of gave us this amazing foundation to take it and evolve it, you know, evolve our practice and continue to observe and continue to infuse modern research. And, you know, she's for sure. It's just so cool. And it's all based, based around optimizing our natural human development. It's yeah. Just so beautiful. (laughs) Just to kind of let everyone know, you know, just the logistics of the training. Mm-hmm. Um, how about how long is it? I know that there are different, you know, I guess length options, but about how long yeah. is it? What do you need to do to graduate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, my personal experience, I it was a year mm-hmm. held in um, two on-site modules, or what's supposed to be on-site. Um, so the first module, it's all about gaining all of that information, right? I, we're building our albums during that first, uh, let's see, I believe it was, it's, it's a total of 10 weeks, I believe. Um, and so. And you're in class for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. In class uh, for lectures we have three lectures a day and uh, we're just taking in all this information and organizing it into our albums well actually for the first module we're gaining the information we kind of work through that work on the albums throughout the year Mm -hmm. Uh, but during the first 10 weeks we're receiving all of that information um, and we also get to do practice with the materials. So MISD has this beautiful practice space uh, where we're able to to practice all the different um, presentations from language to practical life. And it's nice to to be able to do that on site because you're also able to not only get feedback from your peers, but also from staff members and they're able to, you know, let you know how your hands moving or let you know if you need to slow down or speed up or, you know, really try to, to get that perspective. A lot of studying, a lot of reading uh, during that first module. And then, and then you go home, hopefully you have a space that you can, you can um, work in, but you spend the rest of that year really putting together your albums as well as, you know, you, you make certain materials for exams and you also do observations. Mm. So yeah, you have, I believe it's over 200 hours of observation. I, I can't remember right now the exact number. Mm-hmm. but you're observing a lot <laughs> so, and you're observing different age groups. So you observe, you know, zero to two months, two months to 12 months, and then 12 months to 36 months. And then you also do some teaching practice during that year. So that is how the year is supposed to go. <laughs> but because of everything going on, mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit harder to do 
do observations because you know we're not allowed on site anywhere yeah so for a good part of the year everything was closed you know mm-hmm. <laughs> there weren't anywhere there wasn't anywhere to um to observe uh but i was fortunate enough when the when our school opened up again i was able to to do my observations so they they changed ami had changed uh the requirements a bit because of um, COVID and all the restrictions. So I was able to do a lot of my observations in my own classroom, oh, which is great. awesome. Yeah. And then we, they gave us different um, video options. Um, so yeah, so during, during the year, we do our observations, our albums, and then second module, we would typically go back to MISD, but because of everything, we were online. We had second module, which is basically exam prep mm-hmm. and just all of that good stuff. So we did that over Zoom and then we did our exams over Zoom and then we did graduation over Zoom. <laughs> so ah. it was a really, really interesting yeah. deal that we had. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but cool well, that yeah. you got to still do it and that you were able to do all your exams. Did you still have to choose the lessons? Like random lesson that you got to show your trainer or <laughs> yeah so so for part of the exam we're required to do do presentations in front of examiners right but because of covid um we aren't able to do that mm-hmm. and so what they had us do was they had us videotape ourselves um doing two practical life presentations and two language presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, they were very understanding of if we had to do it in our own home. So we had to substitute certain things for um, typical like Montessori materials and whatnot. But, you know, what they're really looking for is our movements, what we're saying um, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, it was really interesting doing that because if you didn't have another adult that you could do it with, then you were just um, presenting to thin air. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have it. I had to pause and pretend like someone was doing the child's part of it. So, Oh yeah. Because you're Mm -hmm. engaging and you're Mm -hmm. showing that point of interest to the the adult child in your test. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so weird. It's, it was an interesting experience. And then, you know, watching yourself back on video is always like a strange, um, oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was definitely interesting, but, but we did it. And then during the exams, you know, my examiner just asked me certain things about the video and what would I change and the things like that. So it was nice that we were able to still complete the training, even with everything going on. So, cool. yeah. Well, good for you for, you know, sticking through it. I know this has been a, a tough year for, for everyone. And I can imagine it was <laughs> a tough year to do your training. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh 
yes. Daily training and start as a lead. That was definitely a lot. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone <laughs> listening, this was Jody's first year as a lead. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. So what a year. <laughs> what a year to be a lead. What a year to kind of, you know, kind of journey through all of all of the experiences that that alone brings, let alone, yeah. you know, you had your training, everything else that was going on in the world. And then you had a, a baby niece, right? Did. Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. Beautiful name. Thank you. Oh, I love her. She's three months now. So <laughs> honestly, the best. I love this. <laughs> I know. I love three months. It's so fun. It's so fun. They're like starting to to move more. You know, the, those first couple months are so important for the mother and child. But that three months, mm-hmm. they're starting to engage a little more. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing you're seeing more development. I mean, obviously, development's happening before, mm-hmm. but there's more outward. Um, representation of that development you know totally they're starting to like reach purposefully and Mm -hmm. track and yes it's so good the language is starting to come out you're hearing the coos you're hearing the sounds they're reacting to your sounds so it's just so beautiful I love it well, congratulations. Yeah. I know I never officially said that. So congratulations. Oh, no worries. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's been a ride. <laughs> Just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Keep love on the ride. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, so how has your first year as a teacher been? And what do you feel like, you know, to everyone, we have, you know, parents and educators and caregivers in our community and I'm sure so much of what you're gonna say um so much of what you have said but so much of what you're gonna say (laughs) as well um is super relatable to everyone in our community so how do you feel like this last year has been it has definitely been a ride (laughs) yeah it's definitely um it's been a learning process, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I guess in, in this life, we're constantly learning. We're forever students, but mm-hmm. you know, the first year it's, it's that jump off <laughs> and you're also, it, it's an interesting thing to go from assistant to lead mm-hmm. because you're having to switch your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, sometimes I'll I'll want to do certain things like I, I don't I do more of the things that I used to do as an AT and my ATs will be like, oh, I'll take care of it. Go, go do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's definitely um, switching to that kind of mindset. You're managing. Let's see. Yeah. Not eight baby schedules, nine baby schedules. Oh. Yeah. And then teacher schedules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. and the routine of the day and all those relationships <laughs> and it's a big shift yeah. but you're killing it thank you <laughs> oh. and I'm loving it I mean it's like like I was saying I just I'm still loving it so it's not it's not any skin off my back I guess <laughs> whatever but um yeah this okay so I will so what's crazy is I became a lead in February and then in March schools closed because of everything so February 2020 and then March 2020 schools closed and then suddenly I'm an infant lead trying to be online (laughs) yeah how do you do that right wow (laughs) what a way to transition (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it was definitely an interesting thing thing to kind of shift to and then you know as things progressed more things closed and then when we opened back up in June it was June 2020 it was, you know, that's when it really started, right? I, that's when I was physically in a classroom with the children and I'm their lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you're like, I was the lady in the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw you in, in a video chat. <laughs> like, oh, and oh, let me tell you, it is very very difficult doing a singing circle over zoom oh man <laughs> it, is, it um was done <laughs> and I don't desire to do it again but um, you know it was it was nice to be able to do because even though the the child well some children were into it some were not but I can sure. tell like the the families definitely appreciated it, which was nice. So yeah, but yeah, coming back and you know that's that's how you know how important the relationship is between between teacher and parent is because these these parents bring their child back to school during a time like this, and they're really putting their trust in you. Mm-hmm. What I really love about our baby tour guide and this podcasting community as well is that it's filled with parents and educators and caregivers. And so we're really getting to fuse the world and bring everyone together. And one of the things that um, stuck out to me when I was studying child development, um, actually, it's an image that just will never leave my brain. The professor drew a little circle on the board and inside the circle was the child. Mm -hmm. And then there were little branches outside of that circle. And then it was everyone on that child's team, right? So you have the parent, you have their educator, you have, you know, their grandparents, if they see them regularly, you have their pediatrician, you have Mm -hmm. anyone else, depending on, you know, who that child is exposed to. And so, you know, it's just so wonderful to have that strong and cohesive and open communication relationship with with your families and you know I know that's always 
that's always for everyone out there. That's always been one of her strong suits. <laughs> She's always <laughs> been so good at it. Oh, um, <laughs> and, and yeah, just, yeah, just really positive. <laughs> no, I've definitely, I've definitely seen a similar image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, it truly does take a village. Yeah. It takes a whole community. A whole community touches one child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the, gosh, there's a quote. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but Dr. Montessori had said, um, you know, every adult next to a child is an educator or something like that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, again, it's modeling. It's interaction you know the this child specifically zero to three it's they're an absorbent mind but they're also an unconscious absorbent mind so Mm -hmm. it's so everything's being taken in including you including the environment everything around them so everything matters you know kind of like we were saying earlier it sounds like a lot of pressure and it can be the more that you you know learn about it but then but then you start to live in their world then you start to experience the day-to-day joys. And as long as you just have a general understanding and carry on and do your best to be balanced, you know? Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not perfect always. No. And that's okay. You know, we all need to see imperfections to be better. So it's fine. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for being my guest on this episode 11. <laughs> You're very welcome. Because we're all on that team. <laughs> oh, yes. What team? Baby team. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> and that was our interview with Miss Jody Bato, an amazing Montessorian. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And thank you, as always, for tuning in and being a part of our Baby Tour Guide community. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, it's Bianca, your Baby Tour Guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at babytourguide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast, I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!